Disclaimer. I'd like to first recognize that some, if not all, of my meditations are exclusive to those with the specific body parts mentioned. I recognize that these meditations are not accessible for everyone, and I send my gratitude for your support. If you would like to leave me an email on this subject, I am happy to chat about it. Or if you have any suggestions for making Tree Star Meditations more accessible, please, please, please reach out to me at treestarprojects at gmail.com. I'll put that information in the episode bio. While I may not be able to accommodate the needs of everyone, I am so happy to have a conversation about it and see where it takes us. Thank you. Hello, yogis. Welcome, and thank you so, so much for sharing your time and your energy with me today and with anyone else who might be practicing. I am Jennifer, and I am your humble host. Hopefully, you can find some zen with Jen. (laughs) I know, it's a super cheesy tagline, but I am leaning into it. (laughs) Today's practice is for practicing directional breathing. You may have heard of directional breathing before, so if you have, this is hopefully a lovely reminder practice, and if not, then welcome. There's a first time for everything, and I really hope that this will provide you with another tool in your practices tool belt, toolkit, toolbox, whatever floats your boat, right? I first wanted to start off by talking, of course, a little bit about how breathing is connected to yoga. In yoga, breath is called prana, your life force. That's what it means in Sanskrit. Pranayama, which you may have heard people say, those are essentially the techniques of your breath. Breathing techniques, as we refer to them in our Western culture. And by the way, there's absolutely nothing wrong with the way that we refer things, refer to um, yoga practices in our Western culture. It's just a fact that we, you know, create our own language around something that is really special and important to us. But I think that is also important to acknowledge the traditions and, you know, try to practice them as well. It's, um, anyway, I won't go into that. I digress. I've got a lot that I want to say, so I will stop myself there. Breathing techniques, pranayama, support meditation practices, and ultimately mindfulness. A quick side note, I'd like to take a quick moment to differentiate mindfulness and meditation in the following way. This is how I look at it, so I really hope that it helps you a little bit. Mindfulness is basically attention and focus. Being mindful. You can be mindful when you are doing the dishes, when you are playing with your dog, with your cat, when you are writing a report, doing homework, you know, when you're kissing your significant other. Be mindful. Be mindful. Watching a sunset, watching a movie. I don't know how many times I also pull out my iPad and play solitaire while I'm watching a movie or a TV show. So I've recently um, curbed that habit and kicked it to the can. So I try to just do one thing at a time, which sounds a little bit um, backwards for uh, an elder millennial, but you know, mindfulness is important. I'm so sorry. So to review real quick, mindfulness is attention and focus. Meditation is a practice which heavily relies on mindfulness, but it is not exclusive to being mindful. For example, you can also set intentions while meditating. You can also clear your mind while meditating, which starts off while being mindful, but ultimately turns into just utter, utter peace. So I hope that this helps you a little bit. Um, I know that I personally, way back, used to not understand the difference between the two whatsoever. So, okay, back to directional breathing. I first learned about directional breathing when I began to dive deeper into what yoga is when I was about 16 when I first met yoga. Well, the practice of asana. 
but we'll dive into that another time. <laughs> if you are ever curious about learning more about the different limbs of yoga, you should totally Google it. Alternatively, I did write a blog about it that you can find on the website at www.treestar.ca under Yogi Lifestyle in the main menu under You Might Already Be a Yogi. Directional breathing is something that I have mentioned before in Tree Star Meditation Practices, and I wanted to spend more time practicing it with you, not being mindful of my speaking right now, because I believe that, well, it has been so instrumental in my life in so many ways, including my yoga practice, and to be completely honest with settling down whenever I feel like I am tornadoing. So in that spirit, I am a big believer in cultivating a practice of directional breath. The concept itself makes sense, but in practice it can feel totally different, right? So I thought it would be great if we could practice this together, and I might mention it again in the future, so it would be a good episode to revisit whenever you might need it. So go ahead and save this one if you like. So I invite you now to find a comfortable position, whatever that might look like to you, whatever that might feel like to you. Make sure that you are both comfortable and supported so you can really bring your attention and your awareness to this practice today. You're taking this time for you and, you know, it, this is the chance to celebrate it. This is how you celebrate your self-care time, your self-love time, by really engaging with it. This position could be sitting, maybe on your favorite cushion, in your favorite chair, maybe laying down on your couch, on the floor, in your bed. Whatever makes you feel most comfortable and most safe. Start to bring your awareness to your breath and simply begin to notice. And whenever you are ready, gently close your eyes or find a soft gaze. Whatever makes you feel most comfortable, whatever makes you feel most safe. As you bring your awareness to your breath and you're beginning to simply notice, noticing where the breath begins is it quick? Is it slow? Maybe it's somewhere in between. Is it shallow? Is it deep? Or maybe it is somewhere in between. And that's all okay. We are just noticing. No judgment here. We're letting go of the day's to-do list. We are letting go of any stories we are carrying around, any judgments. We are beginning to deepen the breath with loving support, allowing it to begin deep within the belly, traveling all the way up the spine into your rib cage, your collarbone, your throat to the top of your head and allowing that breath to travel all the way down the spine in the opposite direction on your exhale. And your belly is the last part to deflate. Just slowing the breath down here. Really enjoying this time. Feeling your prana, your life force moving through your body. Good. Now let's walk through a couple more breaths here together to get warmed up. And as you do so, 
I invite you to allow your body to feel grounded and heavy no matter which position you're in or light and long bringing your imagination into the mix today to help you feel calm and peaceful and grounded allowing the corners of your mouth to turn up slightly into a smile doesn't need to be a forced smile but remember or if you don't know that it actually takes more muscles in your face to frown than it does to smile so i mean i'm i mean i you're relaxed when you're smiling and you smile when you're relaxed so and Yes, there is a horn in the background, if you may have heard that. If not, I will cut it out. And if you did, it's all part of... <laughs> oh, dear! <laughs> okay. Well, the neighborhood has a lot to say. Sorry about that. All right, let's bring our attention back and walk through a couple more breaths here. Whenever you're ready, we'll start with a deep belly inhale, allowing the breath to travel all the way up the spine, noticing anywhere you might be holding any tension, and then allow that breath to travel all the way down the spine in the opposite direction. Your belly, the last part to deflate, and letting that tension, letting it all dissolve away giving yourself permission to let the tension dissolve away. Great. And for our last breath together, we'll try to slow everything down and bring in some counting. We'll keep things simple today and work with three second inhales and six second exhales. Keep it easy, right? And hey, don't worry about if you're counting faster than I am or slower than I am. Just do your thing. We aren't rushing, so there's no need to catch up. And I think that the most important thing here I'll say is that, you know, these practices and the journey of your yoga practice is all about finding your version of Zen, of peace, of joy, of life. No one is going to do it for you, despite what you may have been told. It all comes, you know, from within you. You have the power to be peaceful. You have the power to clear your mind. You just need to give yourself permission to practice and to give yourself time. And finding your practice is all about what is best for you, what feels good to you. So Honestly, try as many things as you possibly can. Know what I mean, jelly beans? Okay, so whenever you are ready, I invite you to join me for one last breath. I'll count us in, and I will count us out. And if you want to think about the Galapagos Island tortoise here, feel free. I probably will. <laughs> okay, so inhale. One, two, Three, and exhale, allowing that breath to move backwards. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Super. If you want to do that one more time, go ahead. Or if you just want to relax and notice your breath. That's good too. Okay, time to get into the juicy goodness of directional breath. So I'd like to preface the next part of this practice with the idea that I'm, I mean, I'm only providing you what directional breath means to me. And I hope that it will somehow resonate with you on some level and inspire you to find your own version. So I totally understand and recognize and fully expect that it will mean something different to you, that it will feel different, look different, sound different, and that is all 
Totally okay. Just like with the practice of asana, alignment is important. But the postures will probably look different with your body than with the body of the person that you admire so much in that Tuesday night class you go to. You know? So I'm going to share with you a practice that helped me to find directional breath in my body. It was taught to me when I was first introduced to yoga. Um, in just for fun fact, in an all-day high school theater program called Theater Complete. The practice is about imagining air. But I mean, you can use sand or water. Whatever makes sense to you. Whatever you like to think about, imagine. Yeah. <laughs> so... Without further ado, the idea is that you imagine air filling up small portions of your body and then you add on these portions together like a modular air balloon of sorts. It's a modular pranayama practice, let's call it. Oh, I really like that actually. <laughs> and it might feel a little bit like the meditation practice where we sent love to different parts of our body. And every time we practice that breath, beginning from the belly to the top of the head, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. So hang in here with me. I'm going to walk you through it and I invite you to focus on your imagination. So we get to have a little fun in this practice. And hey, if you feel a little bit silly or like a kid, Honestly, you're probably headed in the right direction, so keep going. <laughs> Let's use our imaginations for this practice. Here's the thing. We are going to be using them mindfully and, ooh, yes, intentionally, my fellow yogis, thereby practicing mindfulness on top of mindfulness on top of meditation. Okay, so as we put our focus and attention on our directional breath, I invite you to trust your body's muscle memory to be leading you through a full belly to head breath. And if you ever feel that that's not happening or maybe that the breath is becoming shallow, just bring your attention back to your breath for a moment and reset. And then come on round back to your body part. And it's okay if you miss a beat, no sweat. We don't sweat in these practices. That's what hot yoga is for. So let's begin. First, we'll check in with our bodies to make sure we're feeling supported and comfortable. We want to be as relaxed as we can be in this practice so that we can tune in and not be distracted or fussing around. So go ahead and fuss right now. You have a moment. As you're settling in even further, maybe allowing your shoulders to relax down your back body or your legs to feel heavy and your toes to relax outward. Maybe if you're laying down, Remember any places in your body where you called attention to before because of tension and then allowing that tension to dissolve away with an exhale. Give yourself permission to let it go. Give yourself permission to release it. I'll give you a moment here to settle in. Let it go. Do what you need to do to clear your space. Your mind might already be imagining what the practice is going to be like or maybe it is now because I have mentioned it, <laughs> and that's totally okay. Acknowledge those thoughts, let them go. I invite you to put your trust in me. We'll begin now by bringing our attention to our toes. Big toe all the way to the little toe. Toes, toe time. Notice how they feel. And remember, it doesn't need to be complex. It can be as simple as, I feel my toes. And that is more than okay. Noticing your toes, begin to imagine them feeling lighter. Go ahead and give the feeling of light a color if you'd like. Maybe blue, white, silver, purple, sea foam green. 
Let that feeling of light come to life in your toes, the feeling of weightlessness. Now we'll move into our first directional breath to the toes. And on this first breath, we'll imagine we are filling up our toes with air as if they were a balloon. Then on the exhale, they remain inflated and we tie up the bottom of the toes so the air doesn't ex escape. Okay, so let's try that together. On an inhale, imagine your toes filling up with beautiful air, the beautiful light feeling. Maybe they feel floaty, like a fluffy cloud hanging in a beautiful sky. And then on an exhale, keep your attention on the air in your toes, securing that air in, and allow your feet, your ankles, your legs, lower body, upper body, head, neck, relax, and deflate. Okay, so let's try this together one more time. So on an inhale, imagine your toes, just your toes, filling up with air, weightlessness, that light feeling, maybe it's that color you imagined. And on an exhale, keeping your attention on the weightlessness of your toes, allow the rest of your body to deflate. Good. How did that feel? Maybe a little weird. I totally get that. If something isn't, like, really isn't working for you, please feel free to send me an email. But otherwise, I invite you to stick with it, and I really think that it will start to make sense pretty soon. And you can always give it your own flavor, too. Okay, so before we hop into the next module, remember as well that when we are Okay, so before we hop into the next module, you may have noticed that as you were keeping your attention on the air that was filled in your toes, allowing them to stay light and weightless while the rest of your body deflated, that it might have felt like you were holding some tension in your feet, in your toes, and that is totally okay. I invite you to Use your imagination more. The idea is not that we want to hold tension to support this idea of those body parts feeling weightless or being full of air. It's actually the complete opposite. As we are imagining, we are inviting that idea in, we are inviting that space in, we are subconsciously letting things go, we are imagining that our space, like we've talked about previously, you know, that idea of clearing out that space. And this is kind of a, another version of that, I guess. I didn't really uh, realize that, but that's kind of neat. Um, I See, I love how this stuff happens. So it's fun that I got to share it with um, someone other than just Murray. And Marta, I mean, she hears all of my crazy stories. Well, I mean, most of them. So, oddly enough, this is where the imagination becomes such an important aspect of this idea of clearing space, of directional breath, of imagining that you are sending your breath to a specific part of your body. One of the benefits that I should have mentioned earlier about directional breath is leaning, it will it will support you leaning into certain um, postures that, you know, will really get in deep. Like, for example, pigeon pose. You know, uh, a lot of us both love and hate pigeon pose, and it's because we need it. <laughs> and if, I mean, it feels good, but it's, uh, oof, there's um, a lot of different words for how I feel when I'm trying to get into it or leaning into it or it's not working. But that directional breath absolutely helps or even in child's pose if you're having a tough time you know relaxing the sit bones to the heels directional breath this idea right of breathing into your back we hear this a lot in um, classes and practices and it's this it's the same thing breathing into your back directional breath that's what um that's what this is yeah so <laughs> this is just a fun little take on it so 
we are completely relaxing them. This is the best part when we are using our directional breath. We don't want to be holding tension. We want to be filling it with air, filling it with light, and letting all of it go. So let's move on to the feet and the ankles. This is honestly my favorite part. My ankles roll a lot, and I think that's why I love this second module so much of this practice. So whenever you are ready, we'll now bring our attention to our feet and our ankles. Notice how they feel. Remember, doesn't need to be complex. On an inhale, notice that your toes still feel weightless and full of air as you begin to fill your feet and ankles with air as if they were also part of the balloon. Slowly but surely. Then on an exhale, your ankles to the tips of your toes remain feeling full of air and completely weightless as we tie up the body at the ankles to secure the air within while the rest of your body deflates. Okay, let's try this one more time. Inhale, imagining that your ankles and feet are filling up with that beautiful air, feeling light. Maybe they float into the air to meet your toes. And on an exhale, keeping your attention on the air in your toes, feet, and ankles, allowing the rest of your body to deflate. Super. How's it feeling now? If you feel like you're not really getting the idea or the hang of it just yet, I invite you to continue to stick with it. I promise. It will either piece together by the end of our practice today or sometime in the future when you're eating avocado toast or drinking coffee with a friend. Okay, next module. The calves. Ah, uh, the lower legs. Yes, please. My calves are just always needing love, you know, and extra circulation. <laughs> so whenever you are ready, we'll now bring our attention to our lower legs, the knee, the calf, the shins. Notice how they feel. Just notice. Take inventory. And on your next inhale, whenever you are ready, notice that your ankles, your feet, and your toes still feel weightless and full of air as you begin to fill your lower legs with air as well, as if they were too part of the balloon. Slowly fill them with air as they float above to meet your ankles, feet, and toes in the air. Then on an exhale, remember that your knees to the tips of your toes still feel full of air and completely weightless. We tie up the body at the tops of the knees to secure that air in as we allow the rest of the body to completely deflate. Okay, so one more practice together. On an inhale, feel that weightless air filling up your lower leg as it floats up to meet your ankles, feet, and toes. And on an exhale, keeping your attention on the weightlessness of your lower leg to the tips of your toes, gently allowing the rest of your body to deflate. Cool. How's it feeling now? Maybe piecing together a little bit here? And if you'd like, you can always switch to imagining that your body parts are filling up with sand on inhales and on exhales, that the sand is completely dissolving out of your body and into the floor, into the chair, allowing your body to feel light and weightless. Or water. The reason why we're practicing Imagining that we're filling up parts of our body with air and then retaining that air is a way that we're bringing the mindfulness into it and working to mindfully relax every part of the body in a modular way until we are, you know, completely attentive to every single part of our body and we feel relaxed and reset. Okay, let's move into the next module. The upper leg and hips. Mm, yummy. Yes, yes, yes. 
So whenever you are ready, I invite you now to bring your attention to your upper leg. So right from above the upper knee to the groin, exclude those glutes here. They get their own turn, I promise. Notice how the upper leg is feeling. Just notice, take inventory. Remember, no judgments here. And on your next inhale, whenever you're ready, notice that from your knee to your toes, you are still feeling weightless and floaty as you begin to fill up the upper leg with air as if they were too part of the balloon. Then on the exhale, allow your groin hips all the way to the tips of your toes to continue to feel completely weightless as we tie up the body at the groin to secure that air in while the rest of the body deflates or at the hips if that makes more sense to you. Okay, so let's try this together one more time. So on an inhale, whenever you're ready, feel that weightless air filling up your groin, hips, thighs, hamstrings, mm, rising up to meet your other floating body parts. And on an exhale, keeping your attention on the weightlessness of your legs, feet, knees, ankles, toes, and allow the rest of your body to deflate. Good. You might feel, might be feeling like a little bit like a, a balloon that is um, half inflated, half deflated, maybe some kind of, you know, fun party balloon animal. And, um, I mean, I guess in a way that is kind of not a bad image to take away from this. Um, for me, it feels a lot like turning my body parts into clouds, um, you know, and just allowing them to float up into the air. But I know I mentioned balloon a lot. It's just um, one image that I'm bringing to the table to keep things simple um, and just to provide you with an idea of kind of what it might look like, what it might feel like for you. Okay, let's hop into the glutes. Mm. Whenever you are ready, we'll now bring our attention to our seat, the gluteus. Notice how they feel. Remember, no judgment. I'm I I might I might hear what you're thinking about over there. No judgment. Unless you were super proud of your booty, then yeah, you sh you showed off. Heck yes. <laughs> um, I mean, like, you know, in a reasonable, respectful way, showed off. But, like, don't go running around town completely naked. Um, I might want to cut that part out. So, hey, it's quirky here. So we're bringing our awareness to our seat. I'm going to refer to it as the seat instead of butt or bum um, or ass or gluteus. I'm just going to refer to it as the seat. It's a common um, term in the yoga community and I, I dig it, so I'm going to use it. So on your next inhale, I invite you to observe the weightlessness in the lower half of your entire body while allowing your seat to fill with air and float above to meet your other parts as if they were also part of the balloon. Then on the exhale, allow the upper part of your entire body from the waist up to completely deflate while you allow your lower half to continue to be weightless and float above. Cool. Let's try that one more time together. Whenever you are ready, on an inhale, imagine your seat filling up with that weightless air, feeling light, feeling relaxed, rising to meet your other parts. And on an exhale, keeping your attention on the air in your body from the waist down and allowing the rest of your body to deflate. Good. How did that feel? How is your body generally feeling? And I just want you to know that anytime I ask questions and practices, um, 
I, I'm mostly asking them just to throw questions out there that you can ask yourself, but um, also inviting you to, you know, respond out loud like we are having a conversation. I think that, you know, I've, I have, I did that all the time. So um, if you do it, you are not alone. And I mean, hey, it's still okay if you're not getting the hang of it. Remember, this is only one technique out of so many available. So, I mean, I am grateful, honestly grateful that you are giving this version a try with me today. For the next module, the last module, I am going to float away with you. I'm going to play some gentle music and allow you to move through the upper half of your body continuing this practice and discovering what it means and feels to you. Give yourself permission to play around a little bit. Maybe change a couple of the images, one of the images. And try your best not to rush. I will give you about five minutes. And if you'd like a little bit of extra guidance, I would suggest moving through areas around your belly, your gut, your heart, and your head space. Whatever that looks like to you, whatever that sounds like to you, whatever that feels like to you. If you come out of the practice before the five minutes, I invite you to take a moment to reflect and then let it go and then just quietly listen to your breath or to the music and we will come together to close the practice. Remember, just explore, have fun, suspend your disbelief and use your imagination. I'll sing the bowl with three taps to signal when we are ready to come back after the five minutes.
great. How did that feel, yogis? Did you get a little bit lost? Maybe it wasn't really good. Maybe it evolved and morphed into, you know, some kind of crazy butterfly from this little wee caterpillar. To close our practice today, let's join together by bringing the hands to the heart, palm to palm, shoulders relaxed, no matter where you are at, what position you're in. I invite you to keep your eyes closed for now. Maybe circle the nose just a little bit, rotating the neck. Maybe gently rock your ear, your left ear to your left shoulder on an exhale. And on an inhale, bring your nose back to center. And then on an exhale, Bring your right ear to your right shoulder. Whenever you're ready, gently bow your chin to your chest, nose to fingers, and together we will close today's practice by saying Namaste. And thank you so much for sharing your time and your energy. Although this is being done remotely, we are still exchanging energy. And while I think that is pretty cool, I wish you a beautiful day, afternoon, evening, whatever you have going on and that you find joy and laughter and give yourself huge props for taking the time to connect with yourself and give yourself some love. Until next time, yogis. Namaste.